Beast is Professor Griffin, Public Enemy, the Minister of Information. I'm here with my brother, Kamal, and of course, I'm here with Kalanji, who also wears a Kente cloth, red, black, and green Speedos. And Yo, but check it out. It's Professor Griff, man. Check out Renegade Culture in your own time with your own mind. Peace. I'm out of here, man. Public Enemy, number one. Out. Peace. What's up? It's Kalanji Jamachega. Yo, with Kamal Franklin. And we represent Renegade Culture, 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 Culture. One, two, one, two. Yo, it's Renegade Culture up in the house. We in the building. Yo, trying times, trying times. It's harder than the times right now, you know what I mean? It's colder yeah, yeah. than the white man outside. True, <laughs> true. There's a lot going on in the world. Indeed. How was your week, man? Man, my week was, uh, you know, it was fair. You didn't you know get arrested I mean? this week? Nah, I didn't get arrested. Oh, cool. I, I got to talk about that shit because I ain't talk about oh, it did last you, oh, you didn't talk? All right. Nah, yeah, I, ain't right yeah. I ain't get to tell them the business on that. <laughs> about the popo tried to throw me in the, in the, in the promo. It was a political I mean? arrest, right, bro? Yeah, it was you know what I mean? Free K. Jamaji. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, how yeah. did somebody get a picture of him, though? Because I'm a fly motherfucker. I was just on the scene. They're like, oh. That's my man Kalanji. He's like, he like, organizing the streets. They know who the fuck you are. He's like D right now. He's staging the rest yeah. and shit like that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's ugly. That's wow. He's staging That's ugly. the rest, B. Hey, the views and opinion of these two. He on his Jesse uh, Smollett. Exactly, Justice Smollett. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Okay. Justice Smollett. All right, slapstick comedy for right. Goof and Troop. Anyway, um, we yeah, my week yeah. was great. Um, right now, I'm, I'm kind of concerned because we have uh, people... Um, you know, in a frenzy right now, listening to uh, the nonsense going on around the world. You know, the the uh, pandemic, which is becoming a pandemic mm -hmm. due to the characters uh, behind the scenes. And and let the record reflect tonight. We're going to talk about some serious business because of the fact that, uh, you know, unfortunately, our people don't realize how cold these uh, devils are for mm -hmm. lack of better words. They don't realize how cold capitalism is and what to what extent, extent you know, this government and governments around the world would go to to, you know, create pandemonium, mm -hmm. you know. So we want you all to, you know, boost up your immune systems uh, physically, mentally, and spiritually, you know what I mean, and get ready because of the fact this is, uh, this is a part of, uh, this is what goes with war. This is how things go down, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Chemical warfare. Bio, biological, chemical warfare, yeah. mental warfare, spiritual warfare, you know what I mean? It's white supremacy at its finest. Mm. And we're going to talk about corona, too. I'm not sure we mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> FR, FR. Yeah. That, too. Yeah, that, yeah. too. It's a that lot too. going on. And we're going, we, we need to touch on, we're going to touch on old, old Joe. Oh, yeah, Uncle old Joe. Old white Joe. Um, yeah. Uncle Joe, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because of the fact Joe. that, unfortunately, at this time, our people are, are, are again, nothing out. You know, when it comes to policies, <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing out. So I, I was going to say, you said nothing. Yeah, I kind of, you know what I'm saying? That's Bird. Like, no, yeah. no, I guess that, yeah. According to the policies and everything, they're not researching exactly who this criminal is. You mm -hmm. know, you're saying you want to get rid of Trump, but then you have uh, a joker who has, uh, as my man Balco pointed out, has single-handedly uh, increased mass incarceration. He's been the best friend to, um, to the prison system. Yeah. In the last 40 years. And not and to get too deep in it, I mean, he's also just one of the biggest hypocrites around. Absolutely. Considering some of his, his old school friends. Yes. And how he's been able to work with segregationists and white supremacists. Right. Um, and, and now he wants to be the new savior. And he's driving black folks all the way, potentially, to the White House. We're going to get into that and some other things. Yeah. Um, and we're going to have a special guest come on, too, uh, who's going to talk a little bit about how to remain safe. Uh, during this time period. Word up, Renegade Coach. You are listening to Renegade Culture Podcast with Kamanji, Kamal, and the Air Doctor. Kube Tech, Boule Guy. Yo, Renegade Culture back in the house. You know what the fuck it is. You know how we roll. Yo, what was that meant? That uh, what you just said. What it mean? What it mean? Burn down the head. Burn down the house. Cut off the head. All right. Yeah. You know what I mean. Okay, I know what the fuck you. Aiti Revolution. That's oh, what it true, is, right? True. This cat right here. He just he just, he just got in this thing a few minutes. Ago. True. I know you're you're a veteran. We you're riding veteran. with him though. Still. I appreciate that. Anyway, what's popping, y'all? Yeah, we back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying a lot going on. It's a whole lot going on. Um, we're going to start off, I, first I want to introduce our guest, and we're going to get into like a real serious topic. Oh, we got a guest? We have a guest here. Oh, we, we got a, a guest. Right. Uh, Rosalind Marie. 
Oh, here we go. This dude I messed up I people's names name. every week. Rosalind Marie. Of A Noble Soul Wellness, who's a health and mental wellness expert. Okay. And she's going to help us with some advice as we get into this this issue around what's happening with Corona. She's a health and mental wellness expert. Yes, sir. That's yes. Dope. And she knows Naka. Yeah, oh. for the record, for the record, this is Naka's guest. She's straight from Jersey. Hey. Guest last right. week, you know, last guest last week. Well, it's well, women. It's, 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 it's women. It's Women's History Month, so we have to make sure we bring in a woman every week, every week for the that's, show. That's why you did. Yeah. Okay, okay, my man that's Harvey me. Weinstein behind the board. <laughs> Whoa, AK the ear doctor. <laughs> Cut no deals over here with us. We don't know what's going on. Let the record reflect. I'm just throwing guests on your show. Hey. Bring us to court. All y'all, no reason. All y'all guests canceled. It was like, we don't want to. Okay. <laughs> we'll fuck with you. Yeah. So, Women's History Month. So like, salute to all the, the sisters out there. Freedom true. Fighters. Been putting in work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's get into it. I mean, uh, if, if folks are, have not been hearing what's going on around the world, um, both Western uh, countries here in the United States, Italy, Middle East, China, um, and it's now starting to spread all around the world. The corona violence has taken, uh, corona um, virus. Has, virus, virus has taken there hold and has really uh, brought a lot of social activity movement to a stop. Um, Italy shut down completely, businesses shut down. Yes. Um, here in the United States, the NBA season was just canceled, the NCAA basketball and all in fact all their sports was just canceled out in mm-hmm. NHL we don't give a fuck about them but they canceled we don't give that's a hockey NBA thing. either if you ask me yeah right? baseball has pushed back their stuff mass school closing New York City just limited all public gatherings to 500 people or less say word which means all Broadway shows have been shut down and canceled uh-huh. um, and lastly I'll say is the stock market itself has now gone from a bull market to a bear market and people are talking about a great recession happening. So now in the midst of this health crisis, there is now the beginnings of an economic crisis um, that uh, will spill over into people's everyday lives around trying to protect themselves around this virus. But it's also still racism as usual. You talk about uh, today Trump talked about uh, shutting down travel from uh, Europe to here, except the UK and Ireland, they're not going to stop their boys. What's racist about that, though? Uh, because they know that fucking a lot of shit's coming out of England as well. Oh, my but bad. The thing is, it's like... I thought, like, you know, it was like one white nation and another white nation. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> these, these motherfuckers down with it. No, I'm saying they, they shut all the other European travel yeah. down, oh, okay. with the okay. exception mm-hmm. of these motherfuckers, because of the fact that they was, they're their road they're, dogs. That's you know true, what I mean? that's true. Um, I think that it's very important that, um, that we get to a point of... Uh, Preparedness, if you're not prepared, it mm-hmm. might be too late. But um, we don't think it's ever too late while we still have breath, breathing, so on and so forth. But if you can hear our voices right now, and if you haven't stockpiled on water, canned goods, uh, nuts, uh, non-perishables, and medical supplies, then you may want to to jump up on that. You know, we recognize that this is is always, you know, some type of um, a virus, but it's a virus that uh, if we trace it. It started with man, of course. So, you know, we're going to deal with all that in a few ticks. But we want to talk about our guests here. Yeah. Sister Rosalind, I just wanted to start off by giving you, and um, we have you on to talk a little bit more about what we think people should be doing as individuals, as, uh, with their families, to help limit the spread of corona. Um, so can you talk a little bit about some recommendations that you think folks should be using right now in terms of their day-to-day life? Yes. Um Absolutely. Thank you all, first of all, for having me on. And um, I'm going to I'm going to go back a little bit. I'm going to um, date some of my experience because I think it's important to um, give a historical perspective on some of the things, some of the issues that you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, we've always had plagues around. Mm-hmm. You know, we go back to um, what happened to the natives that were already here and um, Europeans bringing smallpox blankets. Uh, to to what we know as the United States, right? There were colonies mm-hmm. back then. Um, we have a track record of having Euro- European diseases, let's just say what it is, um, infect the world. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is um, those of us that what we say should be, should know, right? We use this term, stay woke. What does that mean? Well, I hope we, we're woke now. Mm-hmm. because the reality is there should have already been things in place 
we should never have to wait to for a global pandemic. So the difference of an epidemic versus a pandemic, a pandemic is a global outbreak of a disease that spreads so fast that you get caught up in the whirlwind. Mm -hmm. And so in the midst of that, um, going back to some of the things that we can do um, in order to to prepare, um, I'm going to piggyback on what the brother just mentioned about having some non-perishables around, making sure that you have um, bottled water. Let's just get that clear. Um, You know, they're saying two to three weeks. We just, we're, we're in Atlanta, Georgia area. APS just got that message. We'll be shut down as of Monday. Mm-hmm. So APS school systems is shut down. Um, Fulton County uh, was shut down this past mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. So this is a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so we're, a lot of people are just discussing the ability to work from home. Excuse me? Right. With all this technology that we have. So let's really, you know, let's talk about what that looks like. Do you have a family emergency preparedness plan? Mm-hmm. If none of these systems, if all of these systems go down, which, of course, we say the millennials are really dependent on this. How do you get in this touch with your phone, family? You know, you're holding a phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. With, mm-hmm. with, your, with your cell phones mm-hmm. and your iPads and all that. Yeah, yeah, How yeah, do yeah. you get in touch with your family? What does that really look like? Have we had those conversations? Not just that. Do we have a plan in place mm-hmm. if we can't get gas? Y'all, y'all ready to get in those on those bicycles? Mm-hmm. Where are the bicycles? You know what I mean? And so having non-perishable items, making sure that you should be doing hand washing anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Making sure you're washing your hands with soap and water. I hear you that we can use hand sanitizer. That's cute, but that's secondary mm-hmm. if you do not have access to soap and water, okay? Um, you touching, hear that, we, <laughs> we touch everything, and I'm just kind of looking at my, my um, I have a couple of um, pictures on here because I don't want to leave out anything. Mm-hmm. We touch everything, surfaces, um, putting your, your hand on the gas tank. Mm-hmm. Imagine how many mm-hmm. micro, microbes are on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pump, the gas pump. You put your finger on an elevator button. Mm-hmm. Some of the simple things, that, the microphone we're using right now. Mm-hmm. Lord knows I, I mean, sanitize these microphones. <laughs> every, <laughs> every door yeah, we wash them every day. touch. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about that now, <laughs> there have been guidances that say don't wear the mask, don't worry about gloves. Well, what should we be doing? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to still go back to hand washing. Um, if you have people who already have an immunocompromised system. What that means is that they have some kind of illness, some autoimmune. I saw a couple sisters with lupus posting. If they already have HIV or AIDS, or if um, someone, my sister just recently went through breast cancer treatment, her immune system is already compromised. So if that is you, or that is a family member of yours, elderly, Okay, if you have respiratory, that means those of us with asthma, a lot of black folk have to have asthma. So you want to think about those things. I would definitely recommend not going in large crowds. If you do have to go out in large crowds, meaning i.e. the grocery store to get those kinds of things, make your time limited in those places. And so those are just some of the basic things that I say, you know, if you do touch things, wash your hands yeah. or use that hand sanitizer yeah. or use both. Yeah. And um, I, I just want to go back to what you had said earlier, mm-hmm. sort of in your preamble to get to this point. Some people feel like uh, that European governments and the Chinese government um, didn't act fast enough. They saw this coming um, here in the United States in particular. Also, they saw this coming. They limited the ability of folks to get tested um, they tried to play down this disease or this virus and how fast it was spreading because um, they wanted to try to keep the economy pumping and push it off to the side as opposed to dealing with it right away. And now we've reached a point where it's now cross borders, cross oceans, um, you know, and, and every place now seems to be struggling um, with how to contain this. And in our modern times, right, this is probably, this seems to be the biggest outbreak that we've yeah. ever had of, of such a virus. And I know you talked about stuff with Native folks, um, and obviously there's been the Spanish flu and several different different viruses, but in our times, this seems to be somewhat unprecedented in, in terms of, like, the lockdown that's happening around the world. Yeah, it's like people didn't believe it was serious until, like, celebrities got it, like Tom Hanks and the basketball players, and it's like, oh, this this is well, serious. And, and we want to keep mm-hmm. in mind, too, you know, that there's always a new bully on the block. 
You know what I'm saying? Whether it's H1N1, swine flu, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There's always something, influenza, there's always something that comes along and it's the flavor of the month. Every year, every uh, uh, presidency, mm-hmm. you have a new terror alert, you have Al Qaeda, you got uh, whoever else they want to call because I don't agree that all the people that they say are terrorists are terrorists. You know what I'm saying? So it's always some type of uh, epidemic, it's always some type of pandemic being manufactured. So we want to make sure that you are. Uh, you have the right tools. I co-chair the USPI, the Urban Survival Preparedness Institute, and one of the things we talk about is survival preparedness training in regards to having your go bags, having your equipment in order, you know what I mean, going to certain classes. Um, When you talk about survival preparedness, political education is key as well because of the fact that you have so many people who are confused as to who the enemy is. You know what I'm saying? So if you notice a lot of these different uh, candidates right now they're talking about the coronavirus. I think Joe Biden, I heard this clown earlier, this fucking criminal, I heard this monkey <laughs> was talking about how uh, he had a survival preparedness plan on his page. Go to JoeBiden.com. Mm. Fuck JoeBiden.com. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, we have a number of different manuals that are available online. We have videos. While you can still go online because we want you to not take advantage, I mean, not uh, take for granted this whole internet thing. You know, folks talk about if cell phones go down. Our organizations, we have shortwave radios, we have satellite phones, just in case this shit is turned is shut down. So if you're not prepared right now and you have the opportunity to get prepared after this, you definitely want to jump on board. We have three different bags, three different kits that you can order wholesale where we can get you on the right side of history. You know what I mean? So this ain't the first type of situation. It's on this scale. Mm-hmm. But we can look at we can look at New Orleans as a micro mm-hmm. version of what's what. You know what I mean? So you could talk to some of the folks who went through the whole Katrina situation in Mississippi and New Orleans. But anyway, listen to Renegade Culture. We're going to be back at you in a few ticks. And don't be scared about that coughing y'all hear in the background. Hey, 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 look here, man. <laughs> you are listening to Renegade Culture Podcast with Kalanji, Kamal, and the Air Doctor. Rock it live and you ain't saying nothing. Yeah, coaching. Yeah, what's going on, y'all? Be yo, back man. on the air. Yes. Talk about some serious shit that's happening. Yes. The coronavirus. Probably one of our more serious shows. Right, we needed one after the last couple of weeks. Oh my goodness. Guests, you know what I'm saying? Guests we had on. Uh, <laughs> true. I ain't gonna name no names. I know. This week we got an expert on, Sister <laughs> Roslyn Marie, right? Yes. Got Who's helping right. coach okay. us through. Got a name right? Yeah. Yeah, I got it that time. Got it. I was yeah. there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, always, I always come yeah. through. Yeah. First person you, know you got name Don't touch right. me, man. It's fucking corona shit. You got the hand on me. Yeah, the hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. That's what we need on That's just an excuse for his wet ass palms. Oh, nobody wants to. Wash your hands, brother. Talk about it. <laughs> um, so I was going to say the sister is walking us through some precautions and things that we should be taking care of um, in the in the real world. Yeah, I'll take some of that hand. Yeah, you brought that up on the table. Bring that over here. Oh, that's for the air. That's the airborne thing. That's for his breath, right? Um, so your lip. So let's get back to it. Um, we were talking about the coronavirus and how it's spreading and how it's um, affecting our community. We also were talking about. Potential scare tactics, right? Yes. Because um, we know that this is a serious uh, virus, yes. but we also know that people use um, serious things for ill-gotten um, uh, outcomes. Yes, and so we're going to talk a little bit about what we think may be at play here also in terms of people being scared to come out their homes and so forth and so on. Yeah, and we got to remember that America, the U.S., is a corporation, and the corporation manufactures domination, destruction, and death. That's how they get their bread. So we got to keep that in mind because of the fact that, um, you know, a lot of folks these days, you know, I, I don't jump off into the whole conspiracy theory thing. You don't? But I, I look at, probably not, I sometimes. You, yeah, yeah, Thursdays right. and shit. Okay. Thursdays and Saturdays. <laughs> Thursdays and conspiracy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I'm with you, motherfucker. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, I think we, we, we look at this shit right now as, you know, like, oh, the government wouldn't do that as if, these ain't the same motherfuckers that, like you said, smallpox blankets, uh, enslaved Africans mm-hmm. home and abroad, 
um, invaded countries and overthrew Tuskegee, governments. Talk and about syphilis. It. Yeah. yeah, so these motherfuckers, they got a track record like yes, none other. Absolutely. These are the motherfuckers who dropped bombs on Hiroshima and then 10 days later came back and dropped a bomb on Nagasaki, killing mm. men, women, children, so, elders, babies, cats, whatever the fuck. So how do they mean? make money off of it? Because like, right now it's like the Dow Jones is down, this, that, and the third. How do they make money off of what's going off of this virus? Fear is the number one industry. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Whenever you can... Uh, make people afraid of something you can they can go get these shots or if you think somebody's gonna break in your house you go buy a fucking dog or a put an alarm system on or Guns. buy a gun buy a knife you know what Ammunition. i mean you know all types of shit so the thing is uh they they survive they, these are fucking parasites you know what i mean mm -hmm. they survive off of your fear you know what i mean so when things get rough enough and the pandemic uh you know, gets to that uh, exasperated rate that uh, that it's headed towards right now, you, you're able to say, look, we can uh, come in and declare martial law. We can take over these particular countries because of the fact that they don't have a power structure and they're not civilized and they don't have uh, proper medical Well, they're not stopping, yeah, they're not stopping right. containing the virus, so we need to help them do that Absolutely. by taking over their shores and borders and all that kind of good yes. stuff. New Rochelle, New York. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So keeping in mind that this is a country that has over 900 military bases across the fucking planet. In now, places that they don't even get along with the folks. Now, with all us being parents, what do we? How do y'all feel about the school thing shutting down? How did you find somewhere for your child to go while you're at work? And well, well, they're gonna be at my house. Uh, yeah. yeah. To go. Like I'm gonna be working from home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, I you know, I, it is what you know. Even with what Kalanji said, I think I think obviously. Well, I I think it's obvious that this pandemic is uh, is transnational. Mm -hmm. We don't know where it's going. I think there is a fear factor that's out there. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think there's now this genuine concern because this it seems to be this, this coronavirus is fitting in between, you know, it's more deadly than the flu, but not as deadly as some other um, right. other uh, viruses that have come along in recent years. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I, think, I think there's still a figuring out about what this actually is how it's transmitted. I don't think the governments know that yet. I think that's partly why they've been so secretive with information. Um, and I also think, again, that uh, for a while, folks were trying to ignore this, even, again, even in China where it started, and act like, oh, you know, this is something small, containable, we got this, we should have no effect to the larger world economy. But as this started to spread, they couldn't ignore it anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you obviously when you see large institutions shutting down, this is not in favor of capitalism, but it doesn't mean that a capitalist government right. and some of those other institutions won't figure out how do we how do we benefit off of the disaster? Right. right. How do we like, you know, right. a famous book written mm -hmm. a few years ago called Disaster Capitalism talks about how um, capitalist entities will figure out for them what's the sweet spot in terms of, of getting something out of this that they didn't intend to. Mm -hmm. And so when he talked about Katrina earlier, you know, thousands of people killed, but some folks saw that as a way of, of, of gentrifying New Orleans, um, changing who owns the property, changing the demographics of that population, um, and in some ways taking over what they saw as a valuable port city and making it more to their liking. And That's so there's right. no reason to not think that out of this particular crisis, mm -hmm that as, as was stated earlier, there's gonna be some moves um, which will benefit some and hurt others. And I mean, it's, it's been that way with Venezuela and Cuba and Haiti. Mm -hmm. they, they capitalize off of, you know, anything from a hurricane to an earthquake. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they find a way to, to bring in FEMA. They find a way to uh, come up with these uh, makeshift rinky-dink nonprofits who are, rid, who are really government fronts, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, you mm -hmm. know, we have to be careful with, you know, what we're intaking because right. there's so much information being fed on coronavirus right now from all types of sources and it's all fear uh, fueled. Mm -hmm. I heard somebody starting a fund for this already. Like we need to fund so we can find a cure. I'm like, really? If y'all ain't find a cure for cancer as much money as y'all don't put for cancer. A couple of those things are happening actually, yeah. but I'm going to go back to yeah. the, the schools mm -hmm. that you mentioned and about, about, <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if we could all homeschool, right? All and right. all work from home. But I was yeah. saying technology, but think about this. Most of the cases that, that they have found, it has not been children. Mm -hmm. There has mm -hmm. not been a lot of so what so here's what here's what science is saying. Science is saying, okay, well, 
the child, right, think about a school system, hodgepodge of bacteria and illnesses and diseases all the time. Children could very possibly be carriers. So mm -hmm. what that means is that they may not get the actual um, what they call COVID-19. That's what they're calling it now. So they may not actually get the virus, but they may be carriers. Mm -hmm. So what they do is they can't bring those germs from school home into a home. And then now they spread it to the adults that's there. So you have to think about those kinds of things. So it actually makes more sense to do social distancing, i.e., teaching the kids at home, mm -hmm. having um, the possibility of being able to work from home. But again, now we're talking about business emergency preparedness. So we're not talking about, we go beyond personal emergency preparedness. If those of us that are small business owners, what happens in the midst of that? Because small businesses are, what, 95% of business. So what happens in the event of, that this happens? One, um, China makes everything. Have we thought about that? Mm -hmm. They have become world domination uh, manufacturers. Yeah. And the reason why is from a capitalistic standpoint, why cheap labor? Cheap labor, yeah. It was because most of those factories were in the South. Mm -hmm. And those factories, right, post-slavery, post the industry, you know, uh, the car manufacturers, when a lot of black folk migrated from the South to the North, right, went up North in order to create um, cars. Well, we talking about Detroit, up in Chicago, up in Jersey. Mm -hmm. And then what, so what happened was when those... Um, when those businesses shut down, the car manufacturing businesses shut down, guess what business increased? The prison industry. So we gotta really understand that this is there's already a plan in place, but that doesn't mean that we can't be prepared to make better decisions for ourselves and our communities. And we definitely gonna get into the prison industry because of the fact that you can't talk about the prison industry here in the United States in the last four decades without mentioning one of the, the father, founding fathers <laughs> of modern enslavement, mm. and that's Mr. Joe Biden. You know what I mean? So we definitely want to jump on on his uh, on his joint shortly. But I also want to talk about, real quick, uh, the whole boosting your immune system situation. You know, there's things that you can do. Uh, like you said, the most vulnerable people who have illnesses already, uh, chronic illnesses in particular, uh, elders, you know, babies, these are the people who would most likely be impacted affected first um so for those of us who have a decent immune system you know you got to stop smoking the drinking anything that breaks down your immune system at this point sugar white sugar you know what i'm saying in particular um and certain herbs that you can use oil of oregano you know plenty of garlic uh colic you know these are things that help to boost your immune system you got to make sure that your blood cells are, are correct Got to work out, got to exercise because of the fact that if anything does go down, being physically fit is a part of preparedness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, if you're not physically fit, we can talk all this shit in the world. That's why I'm often laughing at a lot of these uh, narrow nationalists who come out here talking that bullshit, talking about they're ready for revolution and ready for war, but they can't climb a fucking set of steps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Your monkey ass can't jog down the block <laughs> that you're talking about you ready for these white boys. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. An example of that was that boxing match a few weeks ago That's right. where um, the white boy <laughs> slapped this motherfucker Wild they up. Yeah, because <laughs> of the fact that, you know, we talk that talk too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that action is a little different. Mm -hmm. So everybody's not going to have a gun, but you should learn how to take a motherfucker if you need it. You know what I mean? Everybody's not going to be able to grow their own food, but you should know where to get it if you need it. You know what I'm saying? Don't get caught up in this system of madness, whereas, oh, they shut the grocery store down. I give a fuck if they shut the grocery store down or not. I don't give a fuck about them, the NBA not playing. I don't care about uh, the schools not opening. All that shit is is, is uh, proof of the decline of capitalism. You understand what I'm saying? So we should fan the flames. We shouldn't get too nervous about the shit. You know what I mean? Who cares if, if, if the fucking... I ain't watched baseball since Reggie Jackson. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, so I can care less about all that. These, are, these particular uh, pieces that are being hit, they're not benefiting us anyway. You know what I'm saying? You say, well, what about the schools, the universities? No, I, I, I mean, I think the more important thing for me is not about the institutions. It's it's about the fact that they wouldn't have shut down unless this was a serious um, epidemic or, or um, um, something that's affecting people worldwide. So it's not necessarily about saving institutions. I think it's more about we are, um, mm -hmm. that this illness, whatever, however serious it is, 
because um, I think some people it passes through and they don't even know they had it, right? Because right. some, some of us it affects like it's a common cold, <clears throat> yes. um, and like you said, with compromised immune system, are the folks who mm-hmm. get impacted the worst and often leads to death. I think of, um, I think it's I, I think you mentioned this earlier, the folks who've been uh, recorded deaths have been elders more than anybody, and in fact, the young people, babies, I mean, children and so forth, have not been high in terms of death rates around around this. Um, so we still have to take it, even even though we we um, know that this, there's again larger things at play. This virus is out there, and and so before we go to break, I just want to make sure that you repeat a couple of the things, just a few of them, mm-hmm. that as individuals that we can do um, to sort of make sure that we are safe and secure. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. So um, so if any of you are, are looking for additional. Um, details. I'm actually at A Noble Soul Wellness. You can find me on all social media outlets as hashtag A N O B L E S O L for all things wellness. In the midst of that, first of all, calm down. <laughs> Take a couple deep breaths. You would be amazed how much just taking deep breaths really make a difference because a lot of times we get stressed our shoulders hunch up you squeeze your muscles i'm also in and i also assist with natural birth one of the worst things that you can do while pushing a baby out is squeeze your muscles together that's not going to work it's, it's like literally you're pushing against gravity and a natural force so there are a lot of things that first of all we already know mm-hmm. and they say you let's talk about grandma's medicine so some very i'm a big essential oil fan we actually have a diffuser right here in the background it has things like peppermint in it um, you want to make sure there's lemongrass in and around. You want to make sure that I actually put that in my water. I might put a drop of, of lemongrass in my water. I put a drop of peppermint in my water to help your circulatory system move your body. They say if you don't move it, you will lose it. You have to move your body. Get up, move, walk, cartwheel, whatever. We play double dutch, all kinds of things. Get up and move. If we have to get on bikes, how many of us can really have the breath to ride a bike? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's your, that's your uh, diffuser? That is my diffuser. Okay, I was wondering. I'm like, what the fuck we get a diffuser up in this <laughs> I'm like, I know this you know, thing. Applehead, motherfucker, come up here with no herbs and spices. I mean, you might... Well, so maybe some herbs. Kentucky, that yeah, Kentucky fried yeah. chicken and some yeah, shit, so, but yeah. I'm like, I know damn well. Hey, we're going we gonna to come back and talk about your uh, homeboy running for president? Ooh, that's what we're going to come back with, with Joe Biden shit. Yeah, yeah. we'll be back Renegade culture. You are listening to Renegade Culture Podcast with Kalanji, Kamala, and the Set it off on the left, y'all. Set it off on the right, y'all. Set it off. Set it off. Set it off. Renegade coaches in the building. Yo, we back. 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 It's Renegade. Uh, what? No, you kind of stop that. I don't know. So y'all know that set it off on. That's how they. That's, what, that's how they bring it in on the song. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That you just produced. Kind of free game. Right though, you're right. I know. Sound like you learned that song in Rikers. But anyway, yo, we back, back, back. Yo. So a lot of things happening too. We we just talked about Corona, man. There's a lot of things going on electoral politics in America. Yes, and and I'm getting a lot of people asking me, you know. um who you voting for? You voting for this, you vote for that one, you know what I mean? I ain't, um, you know, last election I said I wasn't going to vote. This election, I'm going to say this right here. Um, we're in a situation whereas we recognize the U.S. is a is a prison system. And an analogy that I would use would be this. If you're locked up and you have an individual who comes to you and says, look, I'm going to take you. I'm going to rape you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm mean. I'm bad. And I'm just coming. I'm, I'm coming for what I'm coming for. You know what I'm saying? That's one particular individual. Then you have another individual saying, look, I'm going to buy you some ramen noodles. You know what I'm saying? You need any little debbies. You need some this, you need that. But I'm still going to rape you. We're not interested in being raped. We're interested in getting out of this particular system. You know what I mean? So I'm for the abolition of the system as a whole. I don't agree that uh, Trump, uh, Biden, uh, Bernie, or any other of these white folks have our best interests at heart. Now, some people will say, well, you know, you, you, while we have this system, you have to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Th- those three folks were never our choice. There's eight billion people on the planet, and I didn't choose not one of the motherfuckers. These mm-hmm. are people who were chosen by the oligarchs who said these are f- folks that can represent you because they have enough money, mm-hmm. they have enough clout to uh, be candidates or to 
um, make efforts to become candidates yeah. in, the, in this. Uh, or this, this idea that voting is going to get us free. Like yeah. voting, voting is going to liberate us as a people. Man. And I, I, it was weird. I just had a conversation with somebody. I, I don't think I ever really heard this stat before. Uh, they were saying, like, you know, uh, in particular, Asian folks in this country have one of the lowest voter turnout rates, mm-hmm. um, but are highest in wealth. Right. Mm-hmm. Amongst anybody, even white folks, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So they obviously didn't use voting. Uh, they have different circumstances and so forth, right. but they obviously hasn't, haven't depended on voting to, to keep their community together, right. um, to create wealth uh, collectively and individually, to school their, their, their kids, right? They've kept right. their culture, they're, they're um, intact. Right. And obviously the circumstances are somewhat different, yes. but it doesn't mean, but it's something for us to look towards and say, you know what? Voting is not how we are going to get free, right? Yeah. Um, and obviously, we are a part of we're we living in this this system here, this political system, this economic system. Right. But if our only strategy and is that, that every four choice. years or two years we're going to vote for somebody, right? And that's going to mean our liberation. And yeah. we failed as a people to understand well, how the political system and the economic system works, not only yeah. in this country but around the world. It's like, um, you know, who do you want to be a your plantation owner. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to be the new slave master? Yeah. Who do you want to, uh, you know, I'm, and, and the thing is right now, you know, folks are so juiced on this whole Trump thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, our people, poor folks, you know what I'm saying, are just so confused. And they, they're just on some shit like, okay, well, we just need to get rid of Obama. I mean, get rid of uh, Trump. Mm-hmm. Obama, Trump, same shit. Mm-hmm. We just need to get rid of Trump. You know what I mean? And and they have no alternative. So they say what the lesser of three evils is gonna be what works. Mm-hmm. The thing and is, when it when it comes to mm-hmm. this situation, the thing I can appreciate about a cat like Trump being in office is he's proven to you that global white supremacy is still alive and mm-hmm. it's in full effect. So the thing is, we don't have time to be trying to figure out how to move into the house, become from going from field niggas to house niggas. We trying to figure out how the fuck to get off the plantation. Yeah. But I think instead most of our folks are figuring out how to create a bigger jail system. And and have more space to breathe, yeah. Right, right. So in in that respect, we have Uncle Joe. Speaking of jails, who is now taking the dominant position in the Democratic primaries? Yes. As we know, like up a, a couple of weeks ago, we have Bernie Sanders, who was in the lead in delegates. Uh, folks were talking like Joe Biden was done. He was over. He was it was baked. Um, and he always said Joe Biden, to his credit, that South Carolina and the black vote was his firewall. Right. That if he won the black vote in South Carolina, or if he won the South Carolina vote, that he would be able to use that as a springboard to move him forward. Mm. And I think a lot of people at first, you know, stopped believing. I was one of those folks that was like, when Joe Biden was way ahead in the polls, mm. I was like, Joe is stupid. So he's going to keep on saying stupid things. He's not as dumb as Trump, but he's got that old man thing happening where he's like forgetting, he's forgetting words and syllables. He's kind of like like the ear doctor. Right. Um, yeah. And so he's going to bring himself back in the pack. Yeah. But what he did was that he knew that even when he was kind of losing these early states, that he had Joe, he had uh, South Carolina as a firewall. And then he went on and won South Carolina. And then Super Tuesday, he took approximately nine or 10 out of the 14 states, all the southern states, the vast majority of the black population voted for him and put him over the top. And now what they call Big Tuesday, which was last Tuesday, he came and he won again the majority and the big prize of that day was Michigan. So now he is considered to be firmly in control right? and probably headed to be the person now who's going to represent the Democratic Party against Trump. And all his ex-opponents jumped on his bandwagon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that they'd rather see a Biden in office who comes from this true uh, racist American uh, democracy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they'd rather see him in charge than a... Uh, a Bernie Sanders than type. Bernie Sanders, because yeah. Bernie Sanders talking that socialist shit. So mm-hmm. they're like, we don't want to hear that bullshit. So, you know what I'm saying? So you had folks like yeah. Bloomberg who dropped out and said, I'm a jumper. And also... Cory Booker. Yeah, these silly Negroes like Cory Booker. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and a number of other folks who just jumped on the bandwagon and said, we're going to get behind you in hopes to get in a seat. In hopes of being that VP or at least getting... Mm-hmm. getting uh, well, that's part of the interesting thing is that I think... One, just because of what's going on, is he's probably going to pick a black woman to be yes. his vice president. And we're thinking Stacey Abrams, yeah. maybe Keisha Lance Bottoms from here, maybe Kamala Harris, which is probably she might have endorsed. Because he doesn't need right. just to get the, the 
win the, uh, the majority of the black vote. He's already going to do that. He oh, needs to bring Obama's out. Right. He's going to have to get Michelle. That's yeah, the only well, he way. Michelle, yeah. The only way. He's got to bring out Obama numbers but, yeah. but you know, to win some of those states that Trump took from Hillary because he was such a disastrous candidate. Right. But the ill you know shit saying? about it, you know, I remember we did this thing on uh, CNN a few years ago and we was talking about Trump, uh, Hillary, and Bernie, I believe. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, it, it's like the whole thing with, um, you know, folks was hard on Hillary. Yeah. But Biden has been a sneaky bastard the whole round. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We talk about the whole 1994 Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act. He was the author of that shit. Yeah, Bill signed it in, but he was the motherfucker that came up with them 300-something pages. Mm -hmm. But that was like the fourth act yeah, yeah, yeah. that that he, um, you know, act of terrorism that mm -hmm. he launched on uh, Africans and uh, the poor mm -hmm. in this country. Mm -hmm. You know, you had Comprehensive Control Act in 84 that him and uh, Strom Thurmond's racist ass, Strom mm -hmm. Thurmond's a racist senator, May he rest in piss mm -hmm. out of South Carolina. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he's like the Thomas Jefferson of there, you know, yeah. the black women and shit, and all of a sudden you got mm -hmm. a black child mm -hmm. when you when you when you're gone or whatever. You see how but, Biden be grabbing little girls and women and stuff like well, that? that? He's that's, a creepy that's, looking dude. That's, that's, that's what white men do. But um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So in, in eighty four they came up with this uh civil asset forfeiture joint. Mm -hmm. That's the joint where they were able to take the cars, the cash. If they yeah. say there was a crime committed yeah. or whatever. Pre-conviction. No conviction mm -hmm. whatsoever. Right. Yeah. All your shit. Mm -hmm. All your shit. Now, keep in mind, folks was on Bloomberg when they was talking about the whole... Uh, Stop and frisk. Bloomberg and Trump. Yeah. But they didn't say shit about this motherfucker spearheading it. Mm -hmm. um, in 86, they had the Anti-Drug uh, Abuse Act. You know what I'm saying? That's the joint where he came with that whole... Uh, with, with, the, with the disparities between cocaine and crack. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. when you had... That's when you had to mm. literally have a hundred times as much uh, cocaine than crack to get the same sentence. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why? Mm -hmm. Because cocaine was considered a what? A rich man's drug. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you had that shit in 86. In 88, you had, uh, he did the whole strengthening of the prison joint where the Anti-Drug Abuse Act, where they uh, added on with the actual prison system itself where they helped to create and build more prisons mm -hmm. you know and of course the 1994 crime bill so these are particular bills particularly uh specifically one in 94 and 86 these are bills that sacked and damn near decimated a whole generation mm -hmm. this is the, the the generation when you talk about the absent fathers and mothers from the household that created a lot of these uh, mm -hmm. millennials or these crack babies and all that shit these are the ones who got swept out yeah you know what and I mean? no one had no concern about their welfare, Zero. them being at home mm -hmm. with their kids, um, them None getting like uh, uh, drug treatment and all that kind of stuff like they do now. Right. And then the other thing about Biden is that 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 speaks to him as a sort of a, a racist caricature um, is that he 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 early in the campaign he talked about his ability to work across the aisle. And it worked exactly with people like Strong Thurmond right. and and Easterlin, who was a Mississippi segregationist. Right. All right. of these folks were white so power advocates, yeah. right? They are they are segregationists who come from the '60s, Par um, and yeah. who stated clearly that they are for white power. Black people are inferior. Period. He complimented himself on being able to walk to That's work right. across the aisle. That's right. And to to and to have all of this friendship and. And, uh, and 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 making deals and so forth, and he misses that in the Senate. This is the same person now who is now dependent on black votes in order to get elected, right? And is getting those black votes. And I know a lot of folks are saying these days, "Oh, you can't, we can't talk bad about black folks voting for Biden." Fuck, Fuck that. that. You know what I'm saying? Like we can talk Fuck bad about that. everybody Yo, and anybody. You, you remember that movie, Brewster's Millions, when they like voted for nobody? Yeah, that's what we need to do. Because I, I mean, it's it's really like, yo, I remember that movie Bruce, with, uh, with, with no, um, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yeah, he yeah, was okay, he was. Yeah. This is like vote for somebody else mm -hmm. that ain't even you, on. You it. like a fucking Bruce the Million? Cause, anyway, because uh, it's like, yo, none of these none of these people are worth voting for. We going out here and we're continuing to make this machine run mm -hmm. by being like, oh, put our next slave yeah. master in. Yeah, we are, yeah, we're ridiculous. caught up in the same thing of like, they like the Democrats are telling us. If we if we vote for for Biden, you know, sort of the edges of racism would be smoothed over, basically, right. mm -hmm. right. and we should be so happy about that, right? Right. Yeah. Um, as if that means that's some big jump for us or some big change in how the system operates, and it's not. But we we are so 
scared of somebody who is an overt racist, who's basically right. a throwback right. to mm-hmm. like, white presidents it. of the past, yeah. who just would be out about their racism. Woodrow yeah. Wilson, who like you know viewed the Birth of a Nation film in his in the White House, and yeah. Yeah. the most racist thing ever made in terms of film, and just basically said. This is all true. This yeah. is this is this history. Is yeah, this is our history yeah. went, which Join is basically us. about the Klan yes. uh, trying to kill a black man who was trying to rape a white woman. I mean, but right. speaking of that, I mean, the Democratic Party, we got to remember the Democratic Party was the party of the Klan. Mm-hmm. That was the party that the Klan ran under. So, you know, this whole... The this Dixiecrats. Shit, yes, we, we are so quick to forget. Martin Luther King said we had a, uh, a seven-day memory. Right now, I think it's seven minutes with some of you motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's like a microwave memory. It's like we're hyped about some shit, mm-hmm. and then whatever the next new joint comes along, we forgot all about this mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's funny. Uh, Rally Balco, who is the author of Rise of a Warrior Cop, um, in 2015, he said, the martial and carceral state has had no greater friend in Washington over the last 35 years than Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? And I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, and I, I also want to point out, when you think of Obama, the fact that he would have a goofy motherfucker like this as vice president speaks yeah. val- speaks volumes. The dude who said, who, in a, trying to compliment Obama, yes. called him clean and articulate. Yes. That was <laughs> his he best him? compliment he could <laughs> give to Obama. He's really clean he's and like, articulate. He's really, like, there's this African-American <laughs> this guy who's speak. clean and articulate. Yes. So, you know, fuck Joe Biden. Good Negro speaking. Fuck yes. Donald Trump. And fuck all you that don't like it. You know what I'm saying? How about that? You know what? And fuck Bernie Sanders to a degree. Fuck you know Bernie you know Sanders too. I like no, him. And that's the thing. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah, he's the lesser of three evils. You know what I'm saying? But, Nobody vote for his monkey ass. Hey, before Ready. we oh. before we go on to the break, on uh, since this is Women History Month, um, sister, in the back, could you grab a, a question out of this bowl so we could do a bowl question real quick? Wow, that's thank, you. Like, the thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know what I'm saying? First, first of all, you I made her. Is that how it works around here? Yeah. No, that's how it works. Speaking with of Mike, say that again, sis. Yeah, say that. We already said. And what's your name? My name is Mamira. Mamira. Can you read really that private. question? I don't. It's not, I feel like you like what's the what's the game show? Wheel of Fortune and what's the? I don't know what it feels like. <laughs> what's the Pat Sajak and what's her, her name? Head with a <laughs> oh, she can, can you read it? Can you? Read, can you read? I'm waiting for him to. Do oh, that. okay. When he oh, he he don't know how to stop. Read that handwriting though. That's the problem. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Disaster strikes. Where do you go? To the movies. <laughs> Africa or the Caribbean. Uh, 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 Africa, the country, that one? Yes. That, that, I didn't write uh, that question. Who That's said the country? Who wrote that question? Nobody said that. I'm just saying. That's uh, like a vast question. Hey. Oh, wow. yeah. well, we'll, we'll do that here. When, we, when we come back from this break, you going to give us an answer? If you don't know, it's 56 oh, countries. Am I supposed to answer Yeah, that? after the break. We're going to have everybody back there answer it. After the break, we going to come back. After the break, Renegade Culture, we'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Renegade. Oh, my bad. Yo, yo. She just, somebody just mentioned. I know I'm stepping over your line. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. What Kamal Polka Dot shirt would do. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Renegade culture. We're in the building. Big plaid wear, motherfuckers. I I look fancy, B. Yeah, y'all do look mad. Peppermint Patty. I don't know what the fuck that even means. Yo, so we out here in the outro, but before we go out, we got two other folks. Um, You know, we do some community organizing, community movement builders. Oh, yeah. We got. Yeah, we, yeah, you know, you're part of that. Oh, shit. Say, you oh, yeah, um, <laughs> we got my man Dante here. Dante, say something for the crowd. What's up? What's up? Uh, follow me, Instagram. Damn, um, yo. He, he, he went right away. Right into he went right away to it. Dante's like Dougie. I know. <laughs> and you got that Wait, smooth voice. We didn't voice get on. to actually hear what he said. Yeah, because y'all could be talking. Oh, my yeah, Wait, do your thing. I'm sorry. Your thing. Do your thing. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, so Wimbo, XIV, Instagram, all that stuff. Appreciate it. Can you not talk that low in the mic? <laughs> can, you, can you speak up a little higher? Oh, my fault. My there you fault. go. Just saying, like, you, it, it takes sexy for Tuesdays sure. or some shit like that. For sure, right. for sure. So what would you do? Disaster strikes, where do you go? Africa, the country, or the Caribbean? The country also. The country? Um, I mean, in theory, I'm going to Cuba. It's closest. Draw the QS, try to maybe make a raft, sail to Cuba. In reality, disaster strikes, I'm going to heaven. Bye. 
Oh damn no. Yeah. He's right. dying here. I know. Okay. He's like, I'm going out. He's like, I'm pulling out guns and everything. <laughs> I'm going out fly. I'm out of here. Sister Mamera, you read the question. Where would you go? Other than Haiti. I think I'd probably go to Cuba in real uh, life. Okay. So no Africa. Uh, everybody I mean, co- it's closer to get yeah. there. Yeah, how you going to get there after a disaster? Thing. You know, yeah. he, he went to Morris Brown, so you got to excuse him. You know what I'm but it's like a lot of land in Ghana people trying to get people yeah, to come back to. Yeah, how are you going to get the there? Disaster strikes, there's no plane. So you can take a raft to Cuba. That's we know that works. That's exactly why I put that book question in a bowl so people can use their brain. Thank you. No, they will take you. Okay. All right, let's get going. Anyway. Yo, my man. Where are you going? Sail across the ocean. Me? I'm like my man here, yo. I'm I'm blasting. I'm not going nowhere. I'm standing my ground. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um. I can't tell y'all my contingency plan. Oh you God, yeah, no, right. You don't need the hell of a hell about the rest of us. Just, just know. So you can leave us behind. Nah, I ain't gonna leave nobody you nowhere. Y'all gotta come around. You know what I'm saying? Come around the joint. Mm. You know, I gotta get used to y'all. Y'all came. Y'all came with this guy. Ain't no telling. You know what I'm saying? Baina Bello told me, you know, be wise. Civilized. I'm going to Cuba. You going to Cuba? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to try to go to Cuba. Because you can actually really get there on a raft. Yeah, but they're going to be closing borders and everything down as well. You don't need a border. And not only that, but the thing is you got to get to the water. You know what I'm saying? You all talking like we on we in the Take middle 75 of the South. Take 75 South all the way to QA. So you can walk. Okay. Oh, goddamn. I mean, okay. you got the angles. angles. Okay, for, for the right. record, right? The when, they, when, they, when they shut shit down, mm-hmm. there ain't going to be no highway action like that. That ain't that ain't part of the program. The, but you said you got you got a plan. The military is like yeah. follow orders. If there's yes. actual collapse, the military still follow orders. I mean, it's supposed to be martial law. You know what I'm saying? It, it works in certain areas. It I has. I believe worked. they're still trying to answer this goddamn question. Yeah. Is you know that what, what we mean when we say disaster? For me, it's like apocalypse. Yeah, now, that's if, what I mean. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. The absence of like like, like the zombies right. are coming you, into. You, no, there's no zombies. I want the zombies to come. Dude. Right. So so, <laughs> like, like, but but that's very important. What you're saying, like the absence of government, it's important because of the yeah. fact that absence of government means that it's anarchy. And it means that you have a whole bunch of criminals and you have a whole oh, bunch right. of motherfuckers that's looking Go to take on. shit because Zombie they're not shit. prepared. I trust yeah. the Cubans in the absence of capitalism more than I would trust. No, Ooh, I'm cool with them too. I like that too. I'm with mm-hmm. that. All right, yo, wait a minute. I'm, I'm going to break this up. My man Dante is also a rapper and I wanted him to spit some bars real quick as a part of the outro. Cool. I know he ain't spitting soft now like he was talking. I know. I think he's going to ramp it up now. <laughs> we he MCs in here. We don't We don't play that. If you, He knows now not to do that smooth, sexy action shit on the mic over here. No beat. No beat? No beat. Freestyle yourself. Spit that heat, son. You better make it good. You already get coaches. Word. Yeah, man. Last cat was... They, none it. of them can do it, so either way it's gonna be better. Shit, sure, exactly. Whoa, we get whoa. You don't know who you got in the room. They Google my name up in this piece. <laughs> Yo, what you talking about? Okay, there's a lot of competition apparently. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. <clears throat> Think black, black thought. Let's go. How come we gotta face austerity for their prosperity? This ain't even a real democracy. This shit's a parody. Fake differences in the parties. Ain't no real parity. Candidates that smoke for rooms. Ain't no real clarity. Economic development. This is not a charity. Any talk of redistribution is pure heresy. Drown in the bills. Cash grabbers that gladly bury me. Warn for the scraps and the manufacturer's scarcity. Life's a joke. When you're broke, you gotta have dexterity. And flush your ass down my throat. Are you breathing Beverly? See the pain in your eyes. And I know you hearing me. Fanning the flames of discontent and I got the kerosene. Yo! I like that. I like that. Give me like joint, that. whatever. All right. Second MC on, so on, on the show. Rockin' Live. Got, Who's next? You, you. you about to break? You got to break? Oh, we about to break up out of here. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Sister Mamera is going to break on the mic. All right. Uh-oh. Hey, quiet. All right. Quiet. Say oh, I know you said. I know. So I don't know why you're bringing it up. She going to gospel sing oh, battle, y'all. No. She going to do some gospel, you said? Maybe. Some mm-hmm. Haitian folk songs, maybe. I, I don't do gospel. Oh, my bad. I'm not a Christian. Oh. Blah, 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 blah. I'm doing no. We're going to have Mamera back on in a future date. She's, I mean, all jokes aside, she is a doctor and not a medical doctor, no, uh, his, uh, doctor. Uh, and she's been involved in yeah, the doctor, Haitian like, yeah, movement I'm talking on the mic oh fuck you she's gonna yeah. be involved in the Haitian <laughs> movement she's been involved in the Haitian movement and she can give us a good historical overview about what's happening in Haiti we're gonna come back with that and talk about why Aristide was one of the best uh, presidents and revolutionaries we ever had and stay tuned that did not come out of my mouth yeah. <laughs> and stay tuned cause we're gonna have a real dope debate podcast yeah. coming up so oh, y'all yeah? stay tuned yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah we, we got oh we, we, we gotta gonna tell them right now oh yeah shout out to Shelly Winters, um, I told him that uh, I was going to say something bad about him tonight. He's the Trump supporter that was supposed to be on here tonight. Yeah. Um, also, uh, okay. yeah, we're going to have some other guests on coming. Yeah, up. we're not going to yeah. say who we're else is going to be on it, but just yeah. let it be known um, that uh, you know we own it. You That's know right. Renegade culture. Solution. All right. Yeah.